know, I've seen a lot of reports um, sort of blaming the exceptionally poor sales figures for April on, um, you know, the, the cabinet reshuffle that we've had, the credit rating downgrades and so on. And I, I think it's a little bit opportunistic to just um, uh, assume that the reason why we had such poor vehicle sales in April was because of what happened politically. I think the reality is that April this year saw um, a particularly high number of public holidays. Um, Mike recall that last year, the Easter week fell in March, whereas in this year it was in April. So we, uh, we know we've just come out of four short weeks, four weeks of, of one public holiday each, and those certainly affected the, the number of selling days and then for the vehicle sales in, in April. But let's be honest also, these were the lowest monthly sales since December 2009. So certainly a, a very poor number. Um, and, and when we look sort of into the number, uh, you know, in terms of exports, there was a, a 25 and a half percent drop in exports of cars, um, and and on the local front, surprisingly, that was less worse. It was a, it just fell 13.6 percent. But you know, when we look at that uh, drop in, in exports, that was mostly related to the fact that um, Volkswagen was going to be um, uh, replacing the the very popular Polo range at the end of this year. So they have certainly started a significant rundown in the production and export therefore of their polos. So um, in, in April, they, they produced and, and exported um, only about half of what they did in March. So that certainly affected the export numbers. I think on the domestic front, what we certainly saw there is that the, um, that was definitely affected by domestic demand. So um, a much lower number that we see there, not only that domestic buyers buy fewer cars, but also interesting to see that um, an increasing portion of new car buyers opt for fixed interest finance. And this is really because they want to sort of um, counter the expected increase rates so, um, or, or increase in interest rates. And um, so we saw the proportion of new car buyers going for fixed interest finance increasing to more than 50%, uh, 56%. So other thing that I think is also a little bit concerning for me is that buyers are increasingly going towards these balloon finance deals. So, so basically trying to postpone as much of the costs towards the end of the, um, of the, of the uh, car purchase agreement um, to try and minimize upfront costs. So, so these things are, are certainly not great um, sideshows to what was definitely a very poor picture in terms of vehicle sales. But, you know, let's wait and see what comes out in May. May will be a lot more um, normalized in terms of uh, a normal production month. So I think it's going to be very important for us to see whether this is a, a start of a significant negative trend or whether April really was just a blip on the, on the horizon. And then, Narina, yesterday you also spoke about the importance of the manufacturing sector in um, helping to transform the economic base of the country. So another set of data uh, released yesterday was the um, Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index, or PMI. How did this sector fare during April? I'm afraid this one certainly didn't didn't paint a very um, rosy picture at all. So we we certainly had some signs of life in the economy in the first quarter of this year with three reasonably strong months um, in terms of things like the PMIs. Um, uh, all three months of the first quarter, this index was above the 50-point mark, which is really what is considered to be um, an expansion in the manufacturing sector. But uh, the, the, the figure for April dropped to just 44.5. 
seven index points, and this was after an average of almost 52 during the first quarter. So you can see that this definitely was also quite a quite a big slump in terms of activity, and and this mostly related to um, a decline in in domestic demand. So I think one of the one of the um, biggest um, drops that we saw there, for example, was in new sales orders, and and this really is driven by an expectation of weaker demand from local customers. Um, and the inventories index, for example, also dropped to its lowest level since 2009. So certainly going back to some of the, of the conditions that we had post the, the global financial crisis in 2008. Um, so I guess the fact that, that we saw a decline in this is not really what was, what was particularly surprising, but rather the, the extent of the decline. Um, and I think the, the, this is quite the this deterioration for me is certainly quite worrying um, because I, I don't think that this drop that we've seen necessarily fully reflects um, what we've seen. You know, when we go back to January and February, the actual growth that we saw in, in manufacturing was poorer than these um, PMI. So the Purchasing Manager Index is considered a leading indicator of what happens in terms of actual activity. And we certainly saw that both January and February, the actual activity was lower than the PMIs had indicated. So I think uh, you know, this is this is certainly not the worst number out of this sector, and and quite concerning, I think, in terms of what it talks to in terms of economic activity. But of course, this weakness doesn't bode well for economic growth, does it, Narina? Because um, the South African Reserve Bank did they make any reference to this in the financial stability review that was published yesterday? Yes, they did indeed, and they're certainly also very concerned about the slowdown that we've seen in all of these um, indicators that talk to what we can expect coming out of, of um, GDP numbers. You know, we know that many um, global bodies have, have downgraded South Africa's growth forecast, and, and with that also the Reserve Bank yesterday confirmed um, that they are concerned about um, the level of growth and the very real likelihood that we will have at least one quarter of negative growth this year. Um, and of course, if we have two quarters of consecutive negative growth, that's technically when we will be, when we will be in a recession. Um, but the review yesterday that was published, the Financial Stability Review, very much looks also at the stability of the financial sector. And I, I, I guess the positive um, news is that we know that our local banking sector is still very well capitalized, very well run, and certainly the, the, the strength of their balance sheets is way better than, than what would be expected and required of them, but the Reserve Bank yesterday did warn about the fact that the credit rating downgrades that we've seen is certainly affecting its ability for new and ongoing bond issuances and financing, and and we just said that the bank sector is definitely affected by this as well. Um, so, so although things are fine in terms of their balance sheets at this stage, there is a concern that further credit ratings downgrades could seriously affect uh, the stability of the financial markets and on government itself to, of course, um, issue additional bonds. So we know that S&P and Fitch have already downgraded us. We're still waiting for, for Moody's. Moody's expected to come in and, and after Finance Minister Zigaba met with him um, last, last month. They are now expected to come and visit South Africa. So I think this, this sort of, of credit rating downgrades continue to hang over us.